Thank you for joining me here on Apostolic Fire. This is Apostle Kathy Coppola, and I am here to teach you how to walk on fire in the Lord, how to walk in your rightful calling, how to lay your hands upon the sick and see them recover, how to cast out demons, how to live on fire and impart that which has been imparted into you. And don't forget, I love to hear your feedback. Send me an email, kathycoppola at gmail.com. Or go right to my website, kathycopola.org. Let me know what has God done in your life since listening to Apostolic Fire. Massacre of the Innocent. As King Herod was fooled by the wise men, Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, was fooled by the midwives. As King Herod was fooled by the wise men, Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, was fooled by the midwives. There's a parallel between the massacre that occurred in the time of Pharaoh and Moses' birth and the massacre that occurred in the time of King Herod and Jesus' birth. There is a parallel that happened, right? And we're going to talk about that today. Herod wanted to, to destroy Jesus as Pharaoh wanted to destroy Moses. The assigned executioners did not follow the plot that was assigned to them because they feared and they obeyed God more than man. They feared and obeyed God more than man. And that is so vitally important. When you look at Exodus in chapter 1, verse 16, the Hebrew midwives were instructed to kill the male children at the time of birth. And we know that they did not do that. You, we know that they did not do this because of, it was because of Pharaoh's increasing jealousy and insecurity towards the Hebrew people, towards this, toward, towards the Israelites. His increasing jealousy and his increasing insecurity towards God's elect, towards the children of God. Jealousy and insecurity that he brought forth is never going to bring forth the purity and the will of God. This man was walking in the flesh. He is, he, you know, obviously someone that is, he's opposed, you know, directly opposed to the spirit and the will of God. And we know that. But his jealousy was literally eating him up alive. His insecurity was literally taking him from a position of power and causing the power to corrupt him from inside, inside out. If you've been given a position of any form of power, of any form of seniority, be mindful of the jealousy and the insecurity that would try to eat you up from the inside out. This is what was happening. This is what was happening. And Pharaoh was increasingly becoming more and more jealous and insecure because he saw that the Hebrews were, were multiplying. He saw that the hand of God was upon their lives. He saw the favor of God upon their lives. And in his self selfishness and in his animosity towards the will of God and the truth of God, he came up with this plan to have the, the Hebrew males, 
you know, killed at the time of birth. But the hand of God was with his people. And they continued to be fruitful. They continued to increase despite the persecution that was all around them and against them. Despite the persecution, they continued to grow. And that is true all throughout the, the, the whole Bible. You can read that from Genesis to Revelation, and you will read that despite the persecution, God's people will always increase. God's people will always multiply in spite of the persecution all around them, right? When Herod, when you jump over to Matthew chapter two, when Herod was deceived by the wise men, because the wise men did not return and, and give report, to Herod about the birth of Jesus. When, when Herod was deceived by the wise men, he sent forth word to put them, he put to put the male children, all the male children that were from two years old and under to put them to death. This was the word that Herod uh, sent forth to have done. This is in Matthew 2, 16. In Matthew 2, 16, I'm gonna read it to you. It says, then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived, by the wise men, he was exceedingly angry and he sent forth word and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem, remember at Bethlehem, house of house of bread, those who were in Bethlehem and in its distant, uh, districts from two years old and under according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. So he gave order to put to death all the male children that were two years old and under. This is the same thing that, that Pharaoh did in, in, you know, in Exodus. Same thing here. Here we see Herod doing in Matthew. But an angel of the Lord spoke to Joseph and told him to arise and to take the young child, Jesus, out of Egypt. Moses was taken, drawn out of the water and taken out of Egypt. Jesus Young child, because of a dream, angel of the Lord speaking to Joseph, was taken out of Egypt. It is in Matthew 2.15 that we can read this. And there it says, until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the, by the Lord through the prophet, saying, out of Egypt I called my son. Verse 19, now Herod was dead, and behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph, and he said, verse 20, arise, take the young child and his mother, go to the land of Israel, for those who sought to take the child's life are dead. Hallelujah. Out of Egypt. Jesus, Moses, taken out of Egypt, right? A place that represents the bondage, the captivity, um, man's rule, man ruling, a place that would, would define lawlessness, debauchery of every kind, a place that would describe total and, and complete captivity. But yet, God's plan shall always stand. It will always far exceed and succeed. Out of Egypt, I called my son. The Bible tells us to fear God, not man. The Bible tells us to obey God, not man. Two scriptures for you. Matthew 10, 28, fearing God and not man. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both 
the soul, and the body in hell. So he is saying, don't be afraid of those that might be able to kill you, destroy you, but instead fear God who actually could destroy both your soul and body in hell. So in other words, only God, you know, hell was not created for you. It was created for the demons, but in rebellion towards God, that's, that's what your lot would be, right? So he's saying, do not fear those who kill the body. Stop fearing man. Man can kill the body. Can't kill your soul. But do not fear, he's saying, man that can really only kill your body. He's saying, fear God. Fear God. And then the other scripture says, obey God. Obey God. The midwives feared God, obeyed God. That's why they didn't follow through in the execution that they were called to carry out. They feared God. They obeyed God and they feared God. Acts 5.29, about obeying God, not man. Acts 5.29, we gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. He said... Yet you have fulfilled, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and you are determined to make us responsible for this man's blood in speaking of Jesus. But Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than men. We must obey God rather than men. When we obey God and when we fear God and not succumb to man's ways, no matter what they say, and we see this in our world all the time, Man trying to make people bow to demonic agendas. Uh, men, man, men trying to make people, trying to cause them to, to ignore and to literally be untruthful to their own you know, to their own conscience and, and what God has spoken to them. And then you see man falling for it over and over and over, bowing down to demons and bowing down to stupidity. We have never been called by God to bow down to stupidity and we have never been called by God to bow down to demons. And that is exactly, we see this picture here. He, they were trying in this massacre of the, of the innocent, so many babies were killed because Mo Moses was the target. Moses wasn't killed, but many babies were. So many babies were killed. Jesus was the target. Jesus wasn't killed, but many babies were. Many lives are being killed because there is a target. And the target in Jesus Christ and being Christians that represent Christ we're the target, but God, but God. And as God has prevailed, we shall prevail. You shall prevail, but God. Never, ever, ever underestimate the power of God in your life. Don't be afraid of persecution. Know that even though innocent blood was shed in the mass, in the massacre of the innocent, their blood was spilled. 
innocently. Talks about in the book of, in, in Matthew, in verse 18 of, of chapter 2, a voice was heard in, in Ramah, lamentation, weeping, and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Lamentation, and weeping, and mourning, great mourning, and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Hard, hard to hear, it's, but it's truth. You know, it's heartache, unnecessary death. Yes. Casualties of war. Yes. Don't think for one minute we're not experiencing the very same massacre of the innocent today. Oh, you may not see their blood being spilled, but it's still happening. Robbing of innocence, massacre of the innocent. Infilling them with demonic agendas, massacre of the innocent. Tainting their minds from a youth, from a baby, from a child, from a toddler, to corrupt them into what is right, what's truthfully right, biblically right, massacre of the innocents. But God always has his remnant and he has called you to stand up, to stay at your post, to see, see or do you see? You must see before you can act and you must have a holy boldness. Walking in great humility, the humility of the Lord, but great godly boldness, not succumbing to the ways of man, not letting fear, fear tactics, in false obedience to the wrong master, become a, become a taskmaster in your life. Maybe in the past you have fallen for those tactics. Maybe you bowed down to Caesar. Maybe you bowed down to that demon. Maybe you obeyed where you now realize you should not have. Repent. Stand up and do it right this time. And listen to the right voice being Jesus's voice and those that are truly God appointed and not full of mixture. Too many people listening to mixture and not even knowing it, deception running rampant. But God, but God, because he is faithful. He is faithful and will take from that which is diabolically, demonically assigned to destroy and God will turn it around and cause such good to come forth out of it. Such good. He works all things together for good for those who love him, for those who are called according to his purposes. Not He doesn't work all things together for good for everybody. He does not work all things together for good for everybody. He works all things together for good for those who are called, for those who are chosen, for those who are called according to his work. As you stay close to him and you obey him, you fear God and you obey him and not walking in such mixture and such compromise, God will work those things together for good. Wow. Have you ever thought about that? The massacre of the innocent, Moses and Jesus, not only them, but the massacre of the innocence that's happening right around us, all around us right now.
but God. But God. He'll lift you up. He'll pick you up. He he turns you around. He puts your feet on solid ground. But God. And he wants to use you as a vessel. Yes. As an oracle of God. Yes. As a soldier that is refuses to back down to the voice of stupidity, which is the voice of demons. Do not back down. Do not allow the enemy to taint and taunt your view, your emotions. Amen. You were called by God to stand and you were called by God to speak truth. You were called by God to stand alone if you have to. And stop worrying about how many people are in your corner. Would you stand alone? If you were called to stand alone, would you stand alone for Christ? Is he worth it? Is he worth it? Only you can answer that question. He's so worth it. He's so worth it. This world has nothing for you. Only in and through Christ Jesus lies anything good. He's worth it. He's worthy of it all. He is faithful. He is with you. And he's never going to leave you. Never will he forsake you. And it's good when we make these parallels. As hard as they are to hear, truth will deepen and strengthen you. The truth of God's word will deepen your walk and it'll strengthen you. You won't be pushed so easily pushed. You won't be so easily swayed because you're going to stand firm on the solid rock. Thank you so much for listening to Apostolic Fire. We invite you to visit our website at www.kathycopola.org and check out the resources and tools to ignite the fire of God in your life. While you're at the website, don't forget to sign up for our weekly email list and stay up to date with all that the Lord is doing at Kathy Coppola International Ministries. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please be sure to share this podcast with your friends. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Tune in next week for the next episode of Apostolic Fire.